Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Doug Carr, Scott Anderson, 97 the ticket. Open lines, 248-539-9797. Back to your phone calls. Bill is in Livonia, and he's next. What's up, Bill? Hey, guys. Good morning. Hey. hey just a, a quick thought on uh, Mr. Soldier Bloom. Yep. My wife's been studying Swedish, and she's trying to counsel me. So you guys might go out and get the <laughs> the real pronunciation. I did my best. Uh, but uh, I think that he's going to be challenged. I think he's going to be a really good player. And if he's going to play on that fourth line with Rasmussen and Sunfist, Maybe we should call Sunfist Tiny. Yeah. I think that uh, I think he needs to learn how to fight and protect himself. Remember what happened to Franzen? I don't want the same thing to happen to Soderblom. So, anyway, your thoughts? I yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot to learn. Okay, it's early in his career. Um, I don't want to I don't want to get carried away. Although, when you've been watching a guy and excited about a guy for a long time, when he's you know playing overseas. And then he comes here and you start hearing buzz about him kind of the same way it was with Lucas Raymond. It gets to a point where there's too much there to not get optimistic. There's too much feedback coming back that this guy is a real asset. Now I I don't want to, I'm fighting the temptation to say he could be great. I'm right, really right. fighting that temptation because I think that's Agreed. It's short-term results, long-term conclusions. And I, I really try not to do that, but I'm struggling. Yeah, well, I, I take a lot of my hockey advice from the great movie from the 80s, Youngblood. Yeah. And there was some awesome advice given in that movie to a young Dean Youngblood when his older brother said, you got to learn how to fight in the ice. And he taught him. And, uh, <laughs> like, I don't want to sort of bump fighting. You don't need it. It's basically out of hockey anyway. Um, I suppose when you're six foot eight, it, you can just use your reach to keep people at bay. I don't want him throwing punches that are going to result in broken hands, broken fingers. Stuff like that. Four to six weeks. Yeah, four to six weeks absences <laughs> like like his teammate uh, Tyler Bertuzzi. I don't need any of that. But I think he needs to learn how to protect himself because the bigger you are, the more of a target you are too. I, I, I agree with that. And I think that uh, he plays with his head up, unlike Franzen, who sometimes didn't. And, and he scored a goal in the exhibition season near the end of the year. They gave him the puck coming out of the corner. And, uh, I mean, he had his head up all the way, and the puck was on his backhand. And as soon as that goalie moved from the post, there might have been like a four-by-four, four-inch-by-four-inch spot man biscuit in the basket. So I'm I'm like you guys. I think there's a lot there. And if he can protect, I mean, protect himself, reach out. That first time a policeman comes after him, grab him, hold him, and just whop him twice. He'll be left alone. That's how it is in the league, right? I mean, maybe, Bill, between you, me, and Gator, we, should, we could have a little support group not to get too excited about Soderblom because right. it feels like – I'm just – I don't want to make any declarations. I will regret uh, any – hey, we don't need hot takes, right? I mm. just want to give you – try and tell it to you the way I see it. But 
God, this is promising. So promising. Uh, okay. So early in the show, we mentioned how it feels like Dan Campbell took a hit this weekend when the Giants and Jets, two teams that were drafting right around the Lions because they were so bad last year, won again. Since Dan Campbell's approval rating, we did that on the air, which we like to do. We don't like to do them every weekend. We don't like to do them every month. We do them approval ratings every once in a while. It was 87.4% on September 28th. I think if we did it today, it'd be closer to 50%. And maybe not even that. But the but the Giants and Jets are both 3-0 and since then. So a couple things here. If you look at what the Lions did as an organization when they brought in Dan Campbell, they let some good players walk intentionally. Year one, they didn't try to win. They downgraded a quarterback, I put in quotes, they downgraded a quarterback for future assets. A first, a third, and another first. So, and that was the biggest chip they had to play, and they played it. You know what we've seen on the field from that trade? We've seen golf, but remember, that's a downgrade. So the only asset that has been on the field so far is Ifatu Melamfamu, who they got with the, with one of the Rams picks, the third-round pick. We have not seen Jamison Williams, and we obviously haven't seen the draft pick that will come in this coming draft. Now, that doesn't mean they shouldn't have gotten better, okay? Because they, they should have from, from year one to year two. And I would argue that they, I will argue rather comfortably that they will win more than three games this year. And no, I'm not going to bet you a beer. Went down that road before, got in trouble with promotions. Don't, don't do that. I'm not going to do that anymore. I've been told not to do that. But Scott, <laughs> my bigger issue than Dan Campbell, in order of why they are where they are today, and why it, what hurts them more than Dan Campbell's coaching or anybody on the staff, including Aaron Glenn. I think the biggest thing is the lack of impact free agent signings defensively in this offseason. Impact defensive free agent signings. Because veterans usually come in and can help right away. Mm -hmm. Number two is the lack of significant impact defensive draftees from the 2021 draft. And number three is the significant impact from this most recent draft. And the personnel doesn't look to be better yet. I put the yet on it because I think expecting a ton from young players at the positions they got them, it can happen, but it's more likely to happen over time. Now, I'm worried about the 20, I'm worried about all the defensive draft picks that Brad Holmes has made. Less worried about a couple, like Rodrigo and Hutch. More worried about, you know, Derek Barnes. Obviously, Anzarike. McNeil looks like he's an impact player, but I don't know if he, I use the word significant. It looks like he will play and make some plays, but is Aleem McNeil going to be a significant contributor defensively? And I think the shortcomings there in terms of immediate impact is why they are where they are. And that falls to me on Brad Holmes. Now, 
I'm not giving up on homes. I'm not even particularly mad at them because I got a degree of patience to see players mature. I am a little perplexed about the free agent, the free agent thing because that's where they could have made their defense immediately better, right? And they haven't. Yeah, I was trying to think back to the last impact free agent they had on defense because they kind of, they struck out with Jamie Collins. They kind of struck out with uh, with Flowers. Is it Glover Quinn? Glover Quinn was a pretty good safety. Are you talking team. about just overall the last? Yeah, the, just last the last time that I can remember that they they hit on a free agent defensive player because they 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 struck out a lot recently, and whether they actually went after somebody who should be a starter, like feel good about this. You know, no offense to the guys that they signed as free agents this last off season, but they weren't supposed to be big hits, right? Yeah, they. We, <laughs> Deshaun Elliott and Chris Board. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing exciting about either one of those. I thought guys. Elliott might have a chance. Yeah. Um. And and look, he probably played his best game this last game. Even though he was benched going into it and was on the field two plays later. I don't know, man. It just that that thing is my my thirty thousand foot concern, even more so than Dan Campbell's coaching. And I get that people you the, the most damning thing that's happening is that other teams are making quicker turnarounds. But I'll give you an example. Everything doesn't have to be quick. The Bengals went from two and fourteen to four and eleven to ten and seven, and that ten and seven team made a Super Bowl. Now, so the the arc can be different than immediate. And I mean the Jets might be more on that that trajectory right now. I mean, the Giants thing, we joke, you know, good call and everything, but I'm doing it because I feel like it might have a shelf life. Okay. I feel like that, that call in, in all seriousness, I'm not quite sure how the Giants are doing it. And I'm not sure it's sustainable, but they're doing it. So I'm going to lean into it a little bit, but <laughs> ultimately like, look at that trajectory of the Bengals and well, and look at how the Bengals do it. Well, the Bengals were the worst team in the league. They got the top pick in the draft, and they took a, a quarterback. And that quarterback has had no protection whatsoever. He got hurt his rookie year. And then what they do the next year? They use their top pick on the wide receiver that he played with in college, who's outstanding. They still don't know how to protect him, but damn it, that offense is fun to watch. So it... it it different teams do it in different ways, and I, th- I think if you get a franchise quarterback, you're expecting bigger and better things. Now, to that point, Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville haven't hit the ground running. It's this is year two, and he doesn't. He, he's still he's getting better. Didn't miss didn't miss many passes yesterday. He's pretty accurate, but also didn't win the game against Indianapolis. But it, it it's not always a guarantee when you take a quarterback first overall that you're going to to end up with success. Now. Whenever we do this, and Kang, I bet you're already seeing these texts. Quit making excuses, Doug. I I think excuses, to me, an, an excuse in sports is something that has nothing to do with anything. Well, they stink because, you know, the, the they didn't have the wind or when both teams had to deal with it. I, I've, I've told this example of a player who once used an excuse he didn't play well because the pregame meal, it was <laughs> – it was a ridiculous complaint, but it was a pregame meal issue. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. And it wasn't even, 
I'll spare the details, but that to me is an excuse. If if Dan Campbell's the issue, I think that'll get sorted out by the end of this year. And yet, I still think this team has a chance to show significant improvement over a year ago. Um, and part of it is, will the defense that forced a bunch of field goals against New England, is that going to be something that they can lean on moving forward? Just to provide, they're providing more resistance, I guess. Can they? Now, it was against Bailey Zappi. And this week, of course, they're probably going to get Dak Prescott. Um, but I'm curious. And I'm also going to be curious to see who's back on the field. Yeah, well, that's, that's the number one thing. I want to see who's on this roster when they play on Sunday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 